Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and today's episode is with Sue Pepper. Um, she is a health insurance provider and also has struggled with her weight, struggled with eating disorders, and struggled with her relationship with food and is now on the right track leading a very healthy lifestyle. And I wanted to share her story to let you know that everybody is has a struggle and this is one that I think a lot of people can relate to. So let's hear her story on today's episode. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and today I am with Sue Pepper. Hello, Sue. Hello, Gabby. <laughs> we are going to discuss um, your relationship with food. We're going to talk about um, eating disorders, and we're also going to talk about weight loss. Uh, we will also talk uh, touch on health insurance. Um, SuePepper.com is uh, Sue's website, and she sells health insurance but Sue, let's start with, uh, I want to talk about your personal journey. And we've discussed before you had kind of, I guess, an eating disorder when you were younger. I guess not kind of. An eating disorder is an eating disorder. But um, let's touch on that. Tell me, t- start, tell me your story. Tell us your story. Okay, I will tell you <laughs> my story. So I uh, was about 17 years old. I, I, I grew up in... Queens, New York, and a typical kid in the 60s, but somewhere in the 70s, I lost control of my eating uh, habits, and I started eating out of control, and I gained uh, quite a few pounds, and I was uncomfortable with it, and I didn't know what was going on. I was sneak eating food and not telling people about it, and at some point when I was 17 years old, I decided I have to stop this. And I ended up going the other side of the pendulum and not eat at all. And I became anorexic and I lost a ton of weight and it became a control thing. And I didn't even realize what was happening. It just, I was in control of what I was putting in my mouth and I wasn't gonna put anything in my mouth until such time (laughs) where I ate a quart of ice cream and then I decided to throw it up because I thought I wasn't worthy of it. And it was quite a ride. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, um, you know, because food is very much a control. It's one thing that you can control putting in your mouth or not putting in your mouth, which is why um, a lot of eating disorders happen because you feel like you have no control in other aspects of your life. So this is one thing that gives you that sense of control. So tell me, how did you kind of overcome this? Or what was your steps after going through this to be well? That's a great question. I happened to be a very strong person inside and I didn't even realize I knew something was wrong when I started throwing up. Yeah. And I knew something was really wrong when I started eating a ton 
and thinking about, well, this is not good, so let's just throw it up. It took about a year for me to realize I need some help, and I did happen to go to therapy, and I saw a therapist, and she was a woman, and after six visits, something clicked, and it made me realize that I have control. Eating healthy is a control thing. Putting food in my mouth and taking care of me is the only thing I can control, and it shifted. It could have been a little bit of therapy. It could have been a little bit of me being strong. I wish I could tell you a, a, a full answer on, oh, yeah, I had hypnotherapy, and we're done, <laughs> you know? It wasn't like that. It was a slow process, yeah. and I had to work really hard on me because it's an inside job. And it's still a process and still a journey. Absolutely. Yeah, so you um, have struggled with your weight and um, I think well, you said you had a heart attack at yes. one point at a young age. Yes. At a young age to have a heart attack. And tell me what you went through and how that kind of changed your perspective and where you are now having gone through what you went through. So I'm an enigma. <laughs> Things happen to Sue Pepper. <laughs> uh, it's not good or bad. It's just an enigma. And at 41 years old... After my third child was born, I had a heart attack, and um, I was pretty scared. I knew it was happening because of all the telltale signs. My chin got numb, my left arm was numb, I had radiating pain in the back, and I called 911 after this was going on for about six hours in the day. It was a wow. Sunday. Yeah, it was June 3rd, 20, oh, 2002, and uh, I was rushed to the hospital. And it turns out I had uh, a blockage on my left atrial, atrial atrium. Okay. And they had to blow it out. They did a couple of tests, and I had to go on heart medicine and a blood thinner. And I was 50 pounds overweight, and I was told I needed to lose weight. So as you say, I, have been, I was struggling my whole life with up and down weight, um, different kinds of diets. So what I decided to do was try Weight Watchers, mm-hmm. and um, I it was a, it was a six month long process of tracking my food, figuring out what's healthy, what's not, what I need to do because the what I really thought was I need to live. So instead of doing those fad diets yep. and up and down, yeah, I feel good today, but there's no goal. I realized I had to change my thought process and have goals. And goals are really important. And what kind of goals do you set for yourself? Um, That's a great question. So at that time, the goal was to eat healthy and lose weight. Right. When I lost weight, my next goal was how to get to lifetime for that particular project and program. Uh, Once that happened, my goal was to move more and be heart healthy. Yeah. And my next goal was then to never buy clothes bigger than the size I'm in now. (laughs) (laughs) And how do I do that is eating healthy and moving more. And it's now become a habit. And um, every month or so I do, uh, I change my goals. I love that you said uh, it becomes a habit because things that we do over time are developed habits. You know, our eating habits are something that we have brought 
to our adulthood from childhood. Mm -hmm. Things that we've done every single day, foods that we eat, activities that we do. There are things that they're habits that you've created over a lifetime. And over time, those habits can be changed, but it takes time, it takes effort, it takes goal setting, it takes motivation. And sometimes it's very difficult for us to get to that point. And it takes an event like a heart attack for you to be like, okay, this is my life. This is important. And changing your lifestyle, creating these lifestyle habits, like you said, your goal was to lose weight, then your goal was to move more. You're setting these lifestyle goals to set habits in place for a lifetime to be healthy forever. And I love that. I think that that's so important and something that we don't always think about because you know, I'm sure you went through the whole rigmarole of yo-yo dieting. You know, you've done every fad diet under the sun. All of us have done it. I've done it. I mean, I do it a lot of times to try things. But, um, you know, what kind of diets did you go through before? Obviously, you know, with an eating disorder. But what kind of things did you try? So, I'm just trying to think in like 1978 <laughs> how that started. I remember being on the grapefruit diet. Okay, yep. And then the cabbage soup the diet. The cabbage soup diet was mm-hmm. one. Uh, <laughs> only protein and no carbs. Um, then I almost did that HCG thing, uh-huh. but I was afraid to stick myself with a needle, mm-hmm. so I didn't do that. Um, mostly just eating breakfast and dinner and not eating lunch. I worked out at the gym all the time and wouldn't eat. I went through so many different fads. But after the heart attack for me, I just wanted to share, I was really afraid to leave my children without a mother. Yeah. And that part scared me. And I had to find the willingness to change what I knew to make it better so I could be there for them. Right. Yeah, And that is a huge motivator because... At 41, the last thing you want to do is leave your children and your family, I mean, without a mother. So that's scary. It's a great motivator. Not a great motivator, but (laughs) you know what I mean? It is kind of a kick in the butt to be like, stop doing this and start doing it the right way. So tell me, what do you do now to maintain, to live a healthier lifestyle? Um, I love what I do now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So... As you said, habits, you know, uh, I had really bad habits prior to the heart attack. And what I changed was eating um, properly, certain proteins, certain carbs, certain um, uh, protein, carbs, fruit, vegetables, good stuff that kept me having energy. And I didn't like to move. I certainly didn't want to move. My idea was um, of moving was sitting out in the deck, you know, with a glass of wine. <laughs> I'm getting fresh air. But what I decided to do was take it small steps. Seriously, right. Gabby, it I was love, baby ugh. steps. Yes. Because yes. I couldn't. I had 50 pounds to lose. I was so afraid to move. Then I'd have another heart attack. So I just started with the eating healthier. And every month or so, I had to assess what I was eating and how it was working. Because once I realized it wasn't working, I had to change something. Then I moved a little more. And I did, um, honestly, just a little step tape at home while the babies were sleeping. 
And I did that on low intensity for about six months, and then I upped it to moderate intensity. Once a year was passed, I decided to get a personal trainer, um, and I had to eat differently with a personal trainer. So my goals were set small every five pounds. I was so proud I bought myself shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Once I got my body into a certain size, I bought myself a wardrobe, and um, the personal trainer had to end because life changed, and then I decided to join a gym. So my goals were eating healthy, moving more, and mindset, because my mind, being in it alone, is a very dangerous place to be, and I would love to just eat a whole Costco cake, Yeah, but I know that's not really doable. I go to, like, pizza. Like, I would love to eat a whole pizza. Yeah. That too. Yeah. That used but to be I my don't. Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not important. Instead, you have one piece or right. two pieces of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Large salad and a slice of pizza. Yeah. And that is so, you know what it is? It's understanding my um, my goals and understanding my um, stomach, what I really want. What, what do I really want to yeah. have happen? Yeah. And what it is is just staying healthy and being alive for my family and moving more and being able to be 80 years old and doing the Grand Canyon. And And do the Grand (laughs) Grand Canyon, grandkids. Yeah, yeah, same thing. So uh, touching on mindset, I think that people a lot of times want to jump in full steam and just go hardcore. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this diet. And then they fail. And not that I like to use the word fail because I don't think it's failure necessarily. I think it's just a step or a tool, something that has to happen for you to kind of hit that point or that breaking point where you're like, yeah, okay. It's mind over matter. And you think of things in your own mindset. So how, how you see things in your mind and working out and lifestyle has changed because previously your mindset was, I'm going to stop eating. Mm-hmm. Yes. And clearly that doesn't work. I mean, it does, you lose weight, but it's not healthy. Or I am going to eat this whole pint of ice cream. So how do you change, how did you change your mindset into thinking on more of a healthy level? Okay, so that took time. As I said, it was baby steps. So what I realized is not eating caused a lot of physical issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, And eating too much ice cream caused physical issues. (laughs) So I needed to find a happy balance. And I did a lot of journaling to think about what what I really want to have happen. And I did a lot of... um, uh, going on the online and seeing what foods will help me feel satisfied. So it was more mindset of I want to be healthy, I want to lose weight, and I want to be a certain size. And I know it's going to take time. That's the thing. You know, I didn't get 50 pounds heavier overnight. It took time of eating the way I was eating, the whole pizza, the whole Costco cake, even when I wasn't hungry, all of a sudden it wasn't, oh, t- yeah, tomorrow. Like the next day I was heavy. It took right. time. So I had to change my mindset and realize goal setting is important and it's going to take time. One day at a time was my mantra, one meal at a time. Right. And if sometimes I didn't have a great meal, 
the next meal was going to be a better meal. Right. And that is how I changed it. Uh, if I didn't work out the way I wanted to, I didn't beat myself up. I just said, wow, at least I did this. Ten minutes is better than nothing. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we do that. If you eat a bad meal, whatever it may be, it's like your whole day is shot or your whole weekend is shot. But taking it one meal at a time, okay, this was a bad meal. The next one will be better and the next one will be better. And it's okay. It's okay to have those slip ups. Mm -hmm. It's doing those slip ups consistently that sends you in that bad direction. But, you know, I I recently had um, a former client talking about failing at their diet and failing at their weight loss. And I, you know, my response was, it's not failure. It's not failure until you quit. Mm -hmm. We, we have these times in our lives where we fail and go on and fail and go on. And eventually you'll find that thing that works. Mm -hmm. And for you, what worked was Weight Watchers. For you, what worked was finding that happy median, you know, of where you are comfortable with your weight, where you're comfortable with your diet, where you're comfortable with where you are at in your own skin. And uh, I I hate to say failure because I don't feel like it is failure because life is a process, right? So you took the steps and you took the tools that you were given to go through this process to find that healthier lifestyle. Prior to all of this new me, it was all or nothing all the food or no food. Yeah. And when I think about it, that all eating and gaining weight and then not eating at all and losing weight and then eating and then throwing up, I had to go through all of that process to find a healthier way to be me because my mindset was all or nothing in every single way. I love, love, love that you said that because it is not all or nothing. Like that is probably the greatest point that you can make because I think we do that where like I'm going to eat I'm screwed up so forget it it's done I had or, a bad day yep. I'm buying a cho- I'm buying a bag of chocolate and I'm going to eat it in my car and no one's going to know but what I've learned is eating those things in private shows up in public number one <laughs> <laughs> wow they found out because it's right behind me now <laughs> Yeah. And it's not really healthy because having a bad day, food is not the answer. When you're having a bad day, bad days happen. You know, having a better meal can make my bad day better. Right. Uh, Talking to my friend can help me. So my mindset shifted to the point where it's not about the food when I'm not hungry because life happens and I have to set small, doable goals every single day with my behavior, with my food thoughts, with my actual eating, with my moving more and my business. And speaking of your business, so you sell health insurance. um, And obviously, we know how crazy things are with health insurance and how difficult it is for many people to even have health insurance. So what you do differently is make health insurance available for everybody. Yes. So explain, kind of explain what your business is different than, you know, the major healthcare providers. So there's the, uh, what the reason why I got into this business to begin with is because I 
needed health insurance. Right. I had a major life-changing experience, and I needed health insurance, and I did not want to go on to the ACA, which is perfectly fine, but it wasn't for me, and I'm a healthy person, and I found out since everything is going on with the ACA right. in Arizona, there are v- different options, and there's three different options. There's short-term medical, which is only six months here in Arizona, and you can renew as long as you don't have a life-changing event. Mm-hmm. There's which would be? A heart attack or cancer, okay. any type of thing like that. Then you'd have to go on to the o- ACA slash Obamacare. The other plans would be indemnity plans. Indemnity plans are typically reasonably priced. They are, though, X amount of dollars per services, so you're not really sure if you're max out of pocket. And then there um, are also health share coverage. I deal with just the big boy carriers, just the ones that I feel fit, because I'm an advisor, and I know today, what I know today, tomorrow it could change, (laughs) but I am knowledgeable and I'm able to explain to my clients or people who have no idea what's going on with health insurance what the options are and how we could pair things together so you feel comfortable and you know you're out of pocket expense and how to deal with hospitals and doctors and how to be able to sleep at night. Yeah, because I, it is it is scary not having health insurance. You need health if, insurance. If something catastrophic were to happen, you know, to you or to someone else close to you, yep. it could be devastating, not only financially, but in many other ways. So it's it's good to know that you have an option that you're not necessarily tied to the ACA. Yes. People here in Arizona don't realize that they that there's more to insurance than the ACA and they have options. They right. can go off the plan, they can go on the plan uh, with the companies that I work with. And I look at it as a three-legged stool because the health insurance help pays the doctors and the hospitals and income protection. The supplements help you with income protection and then the life insurance helps your family. And it's not like there's no enrollment period. No, I can enroll anyone 365 days a week. Right. So you're not waiting till November. Days a year. A week? (laughs) That would be a long year. (laughs) 365 days. I have no open enrollment. As a matter of fact, I talked to someone this morning before I got here, and I was able to get him on a very healthy plan that made him happy, and I saved him $300 a month, and he was thrilled. Wow. Wow. That makes me happy. Because health insurance is so incredibly expensive these days. And unnecessarily so. And unnecessarily so. If anybody is mad about this conversation, I don't think you should be because it is, you know, it's very difficult. Um, you know, you want specific doctors, specific, And there's you know, a PPO multi-plan. Every plan that I deal with is, is through a multi-plan. So it's a great conversation to have because people are will now be aware. And you can always go on my website, suepepper.com, uh, find some information or put your information in there. I would just need your phone number. We'll make an appointment and I will be able to help you at least navigate the situation. And it's always your plan. It's always your choice, your health. And it's something you're very passionate about because of what you have been through, not just with your heart attack, but with everything you've yeah. struggled with yeah. 
through your life. And, you know, like we said earlier, it's these, your health is direct correlation with habits that you've created through your entire lifetime. And changing those habits will help you live healthier, help you live longer, and not necessarily need as much health insurance, right? right. Um, you know, like smoking, obviously, that's going to cost you more. That's a habit that is hard to break, but is going to cost you more in the long run, and not just with your it. health, but with your health insurance. Absolutely. Yep. So knowing these things about, because I don't think we know anything about health insurance mm-hmm. anymore. I think it's just kind of like, and especially when you look through, if you're going to find a health insurance plan, it's nice to have somebody and sit there and talk with, because if you've ever tried to get your own health insurance and you look at what is it uh, like uh, the provider information or whatever it is and you're you have no idea what any of that stuff means and then it becomes overwhelming and then you get frustrated and you get off the website and you're thinking i'm done yep and the next day comes and you still don't have insurance (laughs) and then you're like and it's heavy on your shoulders and you're like what do i do i can't and you have to wait a week and then you're like i'll try this again and it's frustrating so i'm here for those people who have those questions I'm serious. I am very knowledgeable about what's going on today, and I can help you through the maze of health insurance and get on any type of plan that works for you. And I will tell you, after me having a heart attack and everything that went on in my life as far as health, I've been off the medication. I work out. I do things that I have never thought I was capable of. Um, And it's all because of eating healthy and moving more and changing my mindset. So I encourage anyone who feels like they're struggling, who's listening to this. Or is desperate or feels hopeless. Yeah. That there is absolutely hope out there that you can can change these things. Absolutely. It's amazing how you could change your mindset as long as you're willing. There's the willingness to be doing that. And And you have to hit your own bottom, I guess, in order to do that. And it's um, you're never stuck. You're never stuck. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Sue, for coming on the show. You're and so welcome. again, if anybody's interested or is struggling with health insurance, um, please go to suepepper.com. I will have it listed in my show notes again, just so that um, you can contact her. And she is very knowledgeable, not only about um, health insurance, but also with, uh, she's also a Weight Watchers coach and can help anybody that's struggling with you know, their relationship with food or struggling with an eating disorder or struggling in in that manner that needs help or just somebody to talk to. So, um, Sue, you could give your phone number as well if um, you want people uh, to contact you. 516-359-6026. It is a Long Island phone number, (laughs) but I do live in Arizona. I just have never gotten rid of it. So, again, it's 516-359-6026. Thank you very much. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Just so you know that there is hope out there and you can make changes and it is possible. Anybody can do it. And if you feel hopeless, you can do it and you can contact me or contact Sue and we'll be happy to help you in any of those directions to live your healthier lifestyle. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with me, your host, Gabby Mazar. 
If you would like any more information on what we talked about today, you can find it in the show notes or you can find it on my website, www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Please leave us a review if you like what you hear or subscribe to our channel on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to. Join us next week to hear more stories about people just like you.